0: hello my sweet angels okay all the men listening to this are probably like what the actual um we first of all happy wednesday happy first date wednesday we are now releasing episodes on wednesdays um i'm gonna have new guests on soon so that'll be really exciting and i honestly just can't wait um but yeah i'm so sorry i missed last week i am just absolutely fucking dying with school right now. And when that is over, you will have my full attention because like we all know my future isn't going to be a lawyer. It is going to be a podcaster. Okay. Maybe I'll have to learn to edit for that, but we're trying our best. Okay. So let's start with like a little friendly recap and everything that's been happening over the past like two weeks or so. So not last week, but the week before I was detoxing just until Thursday, obviously. So, not, like, a full week detox, just just a detox until Thursday. And that was probably because the week before that everything was, like, very chaotic. Um, I literally, like, have you ever planned a day with a man and then, like, had to soft launch your roommate into it? So, this man is, like, sitting on my couch, having like, a nice little drink before I go, and... Vanessa, like, comes downstairs, like, she's getting ready, she's, like, brushing her hair, she's, like, doing some curls, like, and then he starts to gather, like, what's going on, I'm, like, oh, by the way, she's gonna come, and then she ended up finding someone to join us, and it was kind of, like, a double date, but this man was just, like, what the fuck, Uh, and I also made him take our picture, he's a really good sport about it, like, we we love him for that, Um, and then the following day was St. Patrick's Day, in which we decided to leave the house at 10 p.m., where everyone had already been day drinking the entire day. So, us walking down King Street in fur coats at 10 p.m. while everyone was just absolutely gone at that point, was not very cute, and going out for two drinks led to, like, 10, and a man had to pull a trick for me in the EFS washroom and then basically hit me with a what are we a few days later and asked if we should stop talking. Um, So, there, was, there was that. I was like, okay, I didn't know we had to define this relationship, but I thought it was pretty implied that we it was it was nothing serious um q is me being an absolute terror to men sometimes when i'm drunk and this man's still helping me with school um i love that he was really sweet also like i had a really bad encounter one night where i drank too much of my friend took care of me and i was just like i don't know like it was just like really sweet because like i was i was just awful and i'm like you know My friends love me like very unconditionally okay i don't get emotional too often but yeah that was really sweet okay okay let's i'm gonna give you like a few tips this week because i don't know i feel like i i owe you guys you know although take my advice at your own risk okay okay few things here guy asked you to go out too soon like they hit you with a let's go for drinks without like without really talking to you very much say three reasons why it's not really that funny but it's just interesting to put them on the spot also take someone like on a very chaotic first date like it makes them remember you better like if you're not going to like four different bars in a club on the first date, what are you doing? Why aren't you standing out? Okay, I'm just kidding. But like chaotic first dates are very fun. Um, also, I heard that Vanessa sent me this TikTok and she tried it and it's really funny. So if you're on a date and the bill comes, you just be like, do you need any help with this? It really, It really puts them on the spot. Like they're like, what are they supposed to say? Yeah, I need help. Like It's, it's funny, you know, like not, do you want to split this? Do you need help with this? Okay. Okay. We love that. Um, anyway, so this week is a bit more of a serious episode, probably, you know, another messy collection of my thoughts as always, you know, we don't do coherent topics around here. Uh, but I still like, even though it's serious, I still hope you guys laugh a little bit. Um, and I haven't really touched too much on like sex slash intimacy and like all that stuff. So we're going to get into it this week. And obviously like we'll get into more detail in other episodes, but I'm just going to give you my thoughts around all of this stuff. And You know what we'll we'll see where it takes us okay okay let's get into it okay so before having this little chat on like sex intimacy all that stuff i just want to give like this little disclaimer that like i haven't really gone through any sort of like sexual trauma or anything like that um not okay you guys know i'm not trying to be overly politically correct i don't do that but i just want to like say like if you have like i'm not sure how much value what i'm saying will be to you and like what I like what I'm telling you is just informed by my experience. And like if you've gone through like some sort of trauma around this, then you obviously have complexities to your situation that are beyond what I could ever really understand. So take what you want, leave what you don't, agree with some, disagree with some. You know how it is. Like I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I am just giving you my problematic opinion as always. Okay. There we go. We're we're trying not to get canceled. We're we're doing things right for once. Um So, common struggles I've noticed around sex are a lot of girls tend to equate sex with like vulnerability. So, like once they have sex with a guy, they feel like vulnerable. It makes it harder when they don't call them, they don't text them, they don't want to be with them because they feel like they've almost like given up like some sort of part of them. And I want to go like in another episode, I want to go more into like how social perception plays into this like. In, like how women and men are viewed like in relation to sex but how we feel like ourselves when we have sex is kind of informed by like society the narratives we tell ourselves about sex who we decide to have sex with like our past experiences and yeah that's just one thing I've noticed just like a lot of people tend to feel like quite vulnerable and that that's what they struggle with when trying to like have a good like relationship or outlook with sex especially if it's like done in the context of outside of a relationship and like throughout this episode i'm not really advocating for you to like go out and have more sex or to like view sex in the way that i view sex i'm just suggesting you view it and engage in it in a way that is useful for you and makes you feel good so if like not having sex makes you feel good then don't have sex if you like going to have sex go have sex if you want to have sex with certain people do that so it is what it is okay um And I want to go into this distinction of like sex versus intimacy because they are not the same fucking thing. Sex is physical and intimacy is emotional. And I know good sex can make you feel like you're in fucking love. Like, obviously, I'm not going to feel anything for someone who's making me go on top for like a millisecond. Okay. But besides the point, good, like having good sex can feel very intimate and you can feel like, you really are starting to like that person also sex gets better like the longer you sleep with someone i feel um but then you have that post postman clarity moment and you're like wow this is just sex um so make sure you keep these conceptually different sex is not intimacy intimacy is not sex okay you know me trying to come up with an analogy on the spot um how we experience intimacy i feel like is heavily connected to our attachment style and like i heard this thing true emotional like closeness is about balancing your sense of self while still being able to be like connected to other people if you're like a secure person it's a lot easier for you to do this but if you're avoidant like you might find yourself like avoiding intimacy like like maybe if you start to feel it, like you bail on that person, you don't want to, like, get close to anyone, or if you're anxious, you might find yourself, like, forcing intimacy, and then, like, being sad when you, like, don't receive it back, or, like, how, like, how you experience intimacy is really heavily connected to how you form attachments with people. Um, And in my experience, like, what I've, like, ways that I've realized I've had sort of like issues around intimacy was, and I'll just like tell you these just in case like some of them might resonate with you or like you've had the same sort of issues. Like, okay, honestly, the closest I've got to intimacy is probably like trauma dumping on a man I'm hooking up with when he's trying to go to bed. I'm um, like telling them my whole life story. Um, But I've like literally thought before, like, wow, like I just took this fire nude and I don't want to send it because like that was showing too much affection. Or like you wake up in the morning and you're like, can you please get the fuck out of my house? Um, or even even if I make it to that, because like for the longest time, like and still kind of like I don't like I won't let men like sleep in my bed because I don't want to like associate my space with them. Or like my roommate said the other day, she's like, anytime a guy like asks you to go out earlier in the night, you'll say, How about nine? And then you end up showing up at like ten, ten thirty. So like I won't I won't see them like earlier in the day. I'm pretty avoidant. So like a huge thing I would do to avoid intimacy is just being like, you know, like I wouldn't go on dinner dates, like I wouldn't go on coffee dates, like I just like, go for drinks or then I'd just start having sex, like, only when I'm drunk or I wouldn't, like, the next day I just would find myself not wanting to speak to them or I'd find partners that I know are emotionally unavailable so I could avoid having to get close or a really awful thing I would do is if I would go on, like, a decent date, I would go to another guy's place right after. So, I am really exposing myself here. But all these, like, little things that you do that are just kind of, like, trying to avoid like having to experience like actual closeness with someone in like kind of like a period of emotional unavailability and i find that this is like particularly hard because no matter what like i feel like whether you're emotionally available you're hyper independent or like you want a relationship or whatever i feel like Intimacy is just feeling understood. And I feel like deep down, everyone just wants to feel understood. And I was kind of talking about this with a friend the other day of how you go on all these dates and it's fun and it's great. And you laugh, you drink, you have fun. You date a bunch of people, you have sex with them, whatever. But it's only every now and then that you come across someone that you feel like really understands you. I feel like the only times I've ever felt this is me being like literally trauma bonded. And you are sometimes in a situation where you wanna feel understood, but you're like scared of being close to someone. And it's, feeling understood is like a very unique thing. And it's like a form of intimacy, like completely opposite from sex. And okay, I'm just on a rant with this now, but let's like kind of go over some ways that we can like improve our relationship with sex, intimacy, whatever. So like I was saying before, don't conflate the two. They're not the same and don't use sex as a way of trying to feel connection with someone. Like, if you want to feel love, like, love yourself, first of all. But we, like, we all want to feel love, like, to some certain degree, but you can't use sex as a way of trying to feel love. Sex doesn't mean love. Sex doesn't mean feeling understood. It's not intimacy. And I feel like intimacy is something that you can't force. Like, you can't create it through sex. Like, you can't even really create it through, like, talking to people like you can like by being open and stuff but it's either there or it's not almost going back to this idea i think that some people just understand you and i think if you're struggling like with how sex makes you feel i think you need to reframe the narrative around sex like don't don't let it make you feel vulnerable because it's like a conscious choice you're making like okay if it does make you feel bad like reevaluate how you engage in it but also sex is a choice it's a choice you're making you're in control you're not giving up your power to anyone you're deciding to exercise your power when you decide to, to have sex like you don't need to feel like it's bringing you like you're vulnerable because of it um and you can do it on your own terms like outline your non-negotiables like you're like i'm not gonna call an uber to go fuck this man or i'm not gonna accept like a 3 a.m booty call or this is why i say like when you're first deciding to sleep with someone don't think too much about how like their feelings are playing into it or what they're gonna think of you after you do it just do it when you're ready think like do i want to have sex with this person yet you're in control of it you're not it doesn't make you vulnerable like you are completely capable of exercising your discretion okay you got this so just change how you engage in it and how it makes it pay attention to how it makes you feel and like the narratives that you're telling yourself about it um and hugely speaking like make good decisions like about who you have sex with like, don't get me wrong, I do love some toxic makeup sex every now and then. Like, it hits it, different. But overall, like, you can't have sex with people who make you feel shitty. Like, you need to feel respected. Like, don't go over there thinking, like, okay, maybe if I spend two hours getting ready, like, he'll text me this time. Or don't have sex with a guy that you're in love with hoping that they'll want to date you. Don't, like, the person who always calls you at 3am and then you have to, like, fucking walk of shame home the next day. Don't do that. You're not, like, you're not going to feel good about it, like, and I think a major thing in this is, like, especially pay attention to how you feel when you leave, and I've, like, I've been in situations where it was, like, a great hookup, and I, like, it was fine, but then it got to a point where things got so messy, and I would leave, and I wouldn't be happy, and that's when it's time to end it. Don't, don't keep sleeping with people who aren't, good for you and having like these more like secure sort of relationships and attachments like regardless of whether they're in the context of like an actual relationship or not will make you feel like more secure as a person if you're having sex with someone who is completely like disorganized in their attachments or they're like really avoidant towards you it's not gonna make you feel better about having sex it's gonna make you question yourself it's gonna make you question what you're doing it's gonna make you have a worse relationship with sex you're gonna feel used you're gonna this that whatever so only have sex with people who make you feel good like if you don't feel good about it there's no point in doing it like go fuck with someone better um and I think like in terms of intimacy there's also this idea of you can only get to know someone as much as you know yourself and I think like it's also about like I don't know how many of you like struggle with like emotional unavailability and stuff but it's also knowing like when you're not really in a position to feel any intimacy towards someone and I know that can be really hard because you meet someone that you feel like you really connect with and it's almost like there's this kind of barrier between you because it's like I can't like oh I can't commit to this I don't I'm not in a place, but I also feel, like, this insane, like, intimate connection, so that can be really hard, but I think also just recognizing when you're not in a place to be intimate is really important, um, and then again, separating sex and intimacy, and I think this, this whole concept of, like, you can only get to know someone as much as you know yourself goes back to our OG dating tip of being yourself, and, like, realizing that you can't, like, you can't, force intimacy like it just happens like you can't go into like oh my god this is like your perfect person like they have a great job like they're super hot you want them to really like you you can't force intimacy and connection like you can't tell them what they want to hear to make them like you like you just have to be yourself and work on yourself and like when you work on yourself you'll be able to form these more like intimate connections better and you'll stop doing those like self-sabotaging kind of things. Um but yeah, just that's such a cliche line I just share with you guys. You can only get to know someone as much as you know yourself. But it is it's, it's kind of true. Look at look at me. I'm just like giving you these ancient proverbs over here like wow, I love this. Love this for me. Um and I'll probably in another episode go more so into like stereotypes with men women sex whatever but i think there's okay there's also the stereotype of like men wanting sex and women wanting intimacy and obviously like i don't this doesn't like hold true in every instance because lord knows i am a fucking disaster with intimacy but okay i'm gonna wow i'm gonna defend men here for a hot minute but men are like taught to be like quite unemotional they like lack an emotional vocabulary and like okay this doesn't excuse them from having the emotional intelligence of like a fucking tangerine but like they don't have like the emotional like toolkit like they're more like women are usually better at expressing themselves blah 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 and again not true in every instance but I think this is also important to recognize in the sense of like don't get caught in like this trap of trying to like show a man how to communicate and like forcing them to be intimate like again, I don't think intimacy is something that you can force. If you're trying to get a man to like communicate your feelings or their feelings or you, for them to like feel connection with you, like it's probably not like a very good match. Um, And you're probably having sex with someone that you shouldn't be. Um, Like let this man go to therapy or not go to therapy and ruin some other girl's life, but like be careful who you have sex with. Um, And I think also, like, just because they're not, like, confessing their love to you doesn't mean um they're not, they don't have the level of emotional acuity to be able to go out with you. It's just when they're, like, all messy in their attachments, I think, that where is maybe where it becomes an issue. Like, if a, like, a guy who's secure will either, like, be very explicit that they like you or they'll just kind of be like, this is just a hookup. And it's totally cool if they're like this is just a hookup you don't they're they're not toxic for doing that it's just then they're like not misleading you and they're not all like fucked up in their attachments okay wow on a rant also one thing that I've noticed that I should probably do a PSA to girls and also guys out there because I do this too is this concept of fake intimacy like people fake intimacy they want especially if you're like emotionally unavailable people are trying to feel something and it works in the moment. Like, oh, you're so cute, come here, I got you, I'm here for you. Okay, funny story, actually. <laughs> One time this guy, I think it was maybe like the second time we met, we were like going to sleep and he like cuddled me and he's like, you're okay, you're okay, like, and I like I had a couple drinks and I was like, what do you mean I'm okay? Like, I know I'm okay. I don't need you to tell me that I'm okay. Um okay, funny, just a side now, um, but it's this, this concept of, like, trying to force, like, some sort of feeling or intimacy, and, like, any time I've ever done this, it's, or felt this, it's been with people who are, like, clearly very emotionally unavailable, um, and they're just trying to feel something, too, like, even these guys out here who are, like, just trying to hook up, they're sad, too, they want to be hugged, too, they have mommy issues, too, they have daddy issues, too, okay, they, they people are looking for like this validation and this sort of like fake feeling of intimacy. And I just, I guess I just caution against that because you shouldn't mistake it for like meaning more than it actually is. Or like if someone wants to be with you, like they will be with you. And these like sort of fake signals of intimacy or say more about their insecurity than it does like about the connection that you had. Or you have, whatever, if it's ongoing. Um but yeah, that being said, yeah. Oh my god, guys, this fake intimacy thing is just is it's got me thinking, honestly. But yeah, it works it works in the moment, but it's it's not that legitimate of a thing. Um and like I said, like real intimacy is like feeling understood. And this is this is some really hard shit, honestly. But I just want you to, like, keep in mind, like, the distinction between the two. Okay, guys, I I hit you with a lot of vibes this week. I think... That this is particularly hard in like the context of your 20s because everyone is so fucking confused they don't know what they want and a lot of people have really fucked up attachments from previous relationships their parents whatever whatever has fucked them up um and this line between sex and intimacy gets really blurred as people aggressively search for relationships and people aggressively search for hookups and they're trying to force one they're trying to force the other i hope like you got like something valuable out of this it's more so just like kind of me thinking about this lately um and maybe you guys have been in similar situations where like the lines between sex and intimacy are being blurred or you have like trouble experiencing intimacy um I think at the end of the day just like really focus on yourself and like try to think about these topics another thing that I find is helpful is to just look at things for very like face value exactly what they are not trying to help it's one thing or the other. Um, but yeah, hopefully hopefully this was helpful to you guys. Um, I can't wait to have more guests on. I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. I am really gonna try not to miss another week, but thank you for bearing with me as I literally suffer through law school. Uh, anyway, as always, sign in my DMs. Let me know what you're liking, what you're disliking. Also, if you're not following Taste of Blonde on Instagram, I don't know what the fuck you're doing um, or how you found me. But I, I truly love you all. And you know I'm so bad with goodbyes. Obviously, it's the attachment issues, you know? Like, I, you guys are the only people I feel intimacy with. Like, sorry, I don't get intimacy from any of these men. So I just have to keep podcasting and posting all the time. Okay, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um, we will talk again soon. I love you all. Bye.